Hey, well, welcome back to Sunday Night Navi. As we begin a new season of Sunday Night Navi, uh, Sunday Night Navi is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Tonight's presentation, Prophetic Vision in the 21st Century, the message of Naviim Rishonim, the story of the Book of Shmuel. <coughs> the series will focus on how Shmuel Hanavi, the author of the Book of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our times. This series will be dedicated, is dedicated, Okay, welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a fruitful and a meaningful Yontif season. Uh, as uh, as I said so many times, um, I'm, and my wife is sitting here, she says she doesn't want to hear it anymore. Um, I've discussed the idea of how we have to take the yunt of season um, into, into the year. And, and Baruch Hashem, we see, we see uh, people come Sunday night on a shear um, that indicates that the what, what, what we took with us from the inspiration of, of the Yomim Noroyim to, and, and Sukkis and, and, all, and all of the spirituality that we that we have to take. Um, I, I've pointed out many times that, and, and I think this comes true through the Novi as well, that this that this this idea that 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 spirituality it uh, comes from a you know uh, we walk around with a cloud over our head. That's really not correct. That's not what spirituality means. Um, it might be for some people, and, and and you know there's a lot of you know we always talk about these segulas and all these things. But spirituality means that that we feel connected. That 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 when we we sit down and learn Torah, when we sit down and we daven, when we sit down for a Shabbos meal, when we sit down in the sukkah, we take a lulav, all of those things we're doing here because because the goal is to connect to the to the bore olam. So we're connecting to the to the bore olam. So 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 that's a that's a tremendous thing. That it's it, it goes to the question of whether mitzvah srichas kavana or not, whether a mitzvah needs kavana or not. So again, kavana means that, that a sense of purpose that I'm doing this mitzvah because there is always up to the bonus. Very interesting. Rambam has an interesting lashon um, in the beginning of, of Hilchus Tshuva when he talks about the power of shofar blowing. He says avopi shetkiya shofar he gezera. And it's a very important concept. Before he discusses the, the nature of the mitzvah of shofar, he says that blowing shofar is a gezerah, meaning we do it because the Rabbani Sha'olam told us that's what we're supposed to do on the, on the first day of the seventh month on Rosh Hashanah. And that's a very, very important thing. And, and that kavana from mitzvah is, I think, exactly what spirituality uh, means. The Vilna Gon writes uh, on, on the concept of kavana. What does it mean, kavana? A basic understanding of what we're when we're davening, um, if we have a basic understanding of what we're of what we're of what we're doing, so so that 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 itself is kavana. You know, I always I always tell people art scroll does an amazing thing. Um, in 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 Shmonesre, above each bracha, it writes one word, right? It writes like by atachone, writes das, right? So so really. If you even if you don't know what any of the words in that bracha means, but if you know as you're saying that bracha that you're asking Akadosh Baruch Hu for das, so that so then you know that 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 changes the whole way you daven. And each bracha you have a, a sense of purpose of what those brachas are about. That's what spirituality really means. That's what kavana means, and that and, that, and that's and that's the idea of the connection, and that's the idea that we're supposed to take away from the great season that we just went through. Um. Baruch Hashem, we are, uh, we might be entering our third year, or could this be our third year uh, of doing this? 
Um, we have uh, covered maybe I think I think it's the end of the second year of doing this. Um, yeah, it was that we're entering the third year, right? Uh, the you know we covered all the Sefer Shot and we're we're about to complete uh, the first book, the first part of Sefer Shmuel. I'm I'm not a big fan of saying Shmuel Aleph Shmuel Beis because uh, the Gemara does not call that Gemara Babasa and Daf Tesvav. Uh, calls it Sefer Shmuel, calls the whole thing Sefer Shmuel. Granted that it cannot have all been written by Sefer Shmuel because two times here in the Nova we discussed about the demise of Shmuel and Navi. So there were other Nevi'im called God and Nafsan who, who also um, contributed to the writing of Sefer Shmuel. Um, before the Yom Tovim, we got to an extremely crucial point. Um, really what we've come to is the end of, uh, of Shoal. So we know from previous that that Shaul's reign was really pretty short. Um, although we discussed at great length the potential uh, uh, and greatness that that Shmuel could have been. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Shmuel. Shaul that Shaul could have been, um, but his inability to follow through on a lot of things. So we even before we got to Amalek, we, we, we saw that already early on, if you remember, when, when Shmuel had anointed him and then Shmuel had gone somewhere and he told him, don't give the korban until I come back. And, and Shmuel and Shaul already um, didn't follow that edict and, and he gave the korban and, and, and he tells Shmuel that the people were getting antsy and, you know, the people were waiting and, so that was already like already an early indication that Shaul is going to have follow uh, follow through problems. Um, I also pointed out that uh, based on on my mashkiach revelationly to from Karen Biavnet that 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 we also have to be careful in how we analyze uh, what what Shaul what Shaul is. Al tigubim shichai. I heard him really say that very vehemently that 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 we shouldn't uh, write uh, psychological textbooks around. Um, him call him manic depressive or or you know whatever or bipolar or whatever whatever uh, diagnosis we want to try to give him. Uh, we're only allowed we're only allowed to diagnose him on the words of the Navi. And and listen, listen. We know, we know that that he was after David. We know he spent the rest of his life, and, and that was that was a great challenge. The, the sad the sad part and, and something that we really discussed is that David was his advocate. Everything and it is so clear. And we spoke about that. We spoke about many times how how all of, all of these events in David and Melech's life was there to get him ready. David 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 was preparing, and he was learning along the way what it means to 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 be the leader of a people and all the challenges that come. And and I mentioned this that 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 I I see it. That, that all the challenges that, that he went through was a microcosm of what it means to be the king and, and appreciate the needs of, of the Jewish people. And we're going to learn at great length that, that his legacy is what was, was unbelievable. You know, it's very interesting. The um, uh, Gemara and the Dafyomi a, a couple of days ago, I think on Shmini Atzeris, uh, talked about the, the death of Rebbe, Rebbe Hudanasi. Uh, first of all, is the most moving Gemara I have ever learned. Um, the description of, of of the sense of loss that 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 the Jewish people felt when 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 Rebbe died, and the description of his greatness and how he, Gemara says that he came back to Earth and he learned Torah uh, even after he died. It, it, it's absolutely moving Gemara. It's, I think it's a Kuf 
Dalit in Ksubas, in that range. It's, it's absolutely moving. So very interesting. Now, now we know that they, the House of Hillel were descendants of David Hamel. One thing that really, not, not that he needed anything to seal his greatness, because uh, because uh, we're here because of him, because he because he saved uh, the the preservation and the passing of Torah Shabbat Peh forever. Um, now, now, but what but one of the things he did upon his death was he appointed all the people um, that that needed to be in the right positions. Like when, when Rebbe died, he made sure that there's going to be no dispute. There's going to be no. Uh, there's going to be no bubble. There's going to be no satma uh, going on, uh, vying for power on who gets and what gets. The son-in-law, the son. He appointed it, and in fact, so much so that the Gemara says that he appointed his son Gamliel to be to be the head. And the Gemara says he wasn't even the greatest uh, uh, of his children. Shimon was was greater, but but because he was the Bechor, he got the certain position. And there was no dispute after he died. So we're going to see that that's that's something that he learned from the Altazida, from David Amel. When David Amel died, he made sure that Shlomo was firmly, um, was clear to all the Jewish people that Shlomo Amel was going to be the king. And, and, and he was not going to leave this world and leave the Jewish people with a mess. And 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 that was some that that really speaks to his greatness as well. So you know, so I I really think that the last several parakim has been a a training session for David Amel. Um, his running away from Shaul, his experiences in Plishtim, his victories as well. Um, and 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 he understood that he was going to take on all these all all these different roles, and and he does them all successfully. Does he make mistakes in his life? Absolutely. And, and and that's part of his attraction. If if he was this perfect person who who you know who lived uh, uh, as we say the life of Riley, um, then then we don't relate to him. We can't relate to him because we don't we we you know we have a, we have everyone has something in their life that concerns them that worries them that that you know it's not all perfect it's not all great. And and that's what he writes in Tehillim. That's that's Tehillim is a biography of David Amel. Uh, you know, and he writes and he writes praises to Hashem at the most difficult of times because because he teaches us that that in order to to raise ourselves up out of the tsaurus that we might be in, we have to we have to you know we have to seek out Hashem. Um, the, there's uh, the Mordechai ben David has a song where he says, um, uh, you know. Look, look to Hashem above. There's no shoulders, uh, you know, more broad than than, than a Kodesh Baruch Hu, You know, you know, Maminim Maminim, that we're Maminim Maminim, and 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 this is all. This is all comes down from the legacy of David Amel. Anyway, we were discussing a strange story. I, I <laughs> there's no other way of uh, of putting this. Um, the story has an an ironic twist. The story was that David that Shaul went. Um, we, we got to the point where there was there was a war, and and Shaul went and was concerned. And, and as it will turn out, that it was the um, the end of, of Shaul's life. And he wanted to know what was happening as the plishtim were were gathering. And and he goes to a witch, um, and he, and he asks the witch to uh, call up the spirit of Shmuel Anovi, and 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 the spirit of Shmuel Anovi um, was called up um, to Kishol wanted to know um, exactly you know what was what was going to take place here, and 
what was interesting was that one of one of Shoal's uh, positive contributions was that you know Torah says that you're not that uh, witches are not allowed to live in the land, and and one of one of the campaigns that Shoal did it in, in a positive way was he tried to to rid the land of all the superstitions and all the witches and all that. And, you know, he tried to create, uh, to his credit, he tried to create a pure Avodah Hashem, a land where there was, there was completely devoted to um, Avodah Hashem. So the irony of it was there was this one witch that, that, that he goes to and, and um, you know, he disguises himself. And, you know, so we discussed, if you, um, if you remember last time, how, you know, that she didn't realize it was him, and then later on she does realize uh, um, it's it's him, and uh, and you know he promises her that he's you know he's not gonna gonna do any uh, anything. So I, I just thought we just start from there. Um, uh, so so um, um, if you're in the art scroll, it's page one eighty. If it's right in a regular novi, Perik chavches pasuk yud. So it says, Vayishava la Shaul, right? Because she became scared because she realized, um, um, you know, who he was and that he was on this campaign to destroy witches. Uh, so, so he tells her that, that you, know, uh, you know, I'm not here to, to trap you. I'm not here um, to, to ask you to do this. And then I'll say, aha, you're a witch. And, you know, and I'm going to kill you. So, it's me, Alela. So she says, you know, who do you, who do you want me uh, to, to call? So, so, he, so he says, um, Shmuel, raise up. Um, somewhere I read um, that, that I think the Rambam, the Rambam is not as, the Rambam always takes a very different approach to a lot of these stories. Um, the Rambam, Rambam says that a lot of these stories are metaphorical, that they did not really happen. Uh, they might have been dreams. They might have, uh, it's hard to, it's hard, it's, it's hard to, to um, recognize with the Rambam because, because the, because they are in the Novi and they are in the Chumash and they are, you know, there are other stories. He talks about the Akedah this way and he talks about different stories this way. And it says, how could it be that, that she didn't know who he was? Um, and you know, so so there's a lot, and so you know, he's he says that the whole thing was a was a joke, and you know, and of course, but of course, but of course, but of course how could it be? And, you know, but obviously the, the question, I, I think, even the the deeper question is not so much whether it was or wasn't, but the the deeper question is, let's say it was, how did Shaul in his own head? When he knows it says in the Torah, right? When he said when it says all forms of witchcraft is a chiyav misa, so how did so how how was he able to to go go to this? How, how did he go to this level? So um, Artscroll says in the note says it's inconceivable that Shaul would ignore the Torah's clear prohibition against necromancy, especially after he himself has banned the practice, unless he felt that the halacha permitted him to do so. A king is permitted to act in an extra legal manner to deal with exceptional circumstances. We call her Rasha. We're going to see that um, at the beginning of the of Shmuel Beis when when the Ger Amaleki comes and tells David about the death of Shaul. We'll talk about that over there also. The Rambam uses the expression there, Horasha. Uh, so he says, um, so a king is permitted. 
In this case, Shaul was at war with, with, with Plishtim and countless Jewish lives depended on his conduct in the battle. The Urim Betumim had not responded. Prophets had had no vision and Hashem has not communicated via a dream. In desperation, Shaul turned to the witches as a last resort. Nevertheless, Shaul's resort to, to the occult is the only re reason explicitly listed to account for Shaul's loss of the throne, even though Shmuel had long since told him that he would lose it, right? which is interesting that they, they bring that down. But Maral explains why the Torah forbids raising up of a soul, but does not forbid inquiries to angels. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, he says, when a person dies, his attachment to the world is severed, and it's forbidden for the witches to bring him back to the world, thus overriding what God has done. But angels are frequently sent to earth on divine missions, so that contact with them is not unnatural. The, um, there is a big discussion in halacha by slichos. You know, we say, Machni Seirachamim. Mean, everyone knows the song, Machni Seirachamim. Mean, right? We, we, we ask the angels to bring our tefillos up to Shemai. So, so I know um, I know Rabbi Salvechik was very opposed to to saying this, and he skipped it in Slichos. So there's a there's a there's a big discussion about how how can we dive into the you know how can we ask the angels and we you know we dive into directly to Hashem. Uh, uh, Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky in his Sefer uh, Kovei Tzolafa says the meaning is to say them anyway, but uh, but but it's it, it's in, so that that question of, of what what Shaul was doing is a you know. Very serious question. Malachim are going and coming, but once a person leaves the world, you know how could you, uh, you know how could you communicate with them? So, so that was a big controversial thing. But, but he tells, but he tells her that I want to speak to Shmuel. Vatera Isha Shmuel. It says that she saw Shmuel vatizak v'kol gadol, and it says uh, and and she screamed in a loud voice. So, so the Masuda David says, what does that mean? It says, Amru Rabbosenu Sechonam Lebracha, Hama'ale, Ra'ohu Ve'eno Shomea, Kolo, Ve'anishal Shomea Kolo, Ve'eno Ro'eh. He says, the one who brings her up sees and doesn't hear, and the one that, 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 that's asking hears and doesn't see. So this whole thing is a, like a very unclear uh, uh, thing. So he brings her the note. Why did she scream when she saw Shmuel? Why did the vision make her realize that her client was Shaul? The sages teach that normally the spirit brought up by, by which uh, would, would rise first when the Keshmul's head appeared first, surprising and frightening the woman. She knew that his head first vision happened only when a king requested the vision so that the anonymous man had engaged his services must be Shoal. So that's why she screamed because she realized, because she felt that she was being trapped. Uh, I saw, he said, what, what I saw was, I saw a great man rising up from the land. So he's, so Shaul said, tell me what, who was he? He said, I, I saw an old, an old man, um, and he's garbed in a, in a cloth. And when when Shaul heard that that um, he realized that 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 was um, um, that that was Shmuel. Now, now um, Rashi says it says Elohim Ra'isi Olimin Arts, like almost like I saw God coming up. Malachim Shnayim, he saw two angels, Moshe and Shmuel. He saw Moshe and Shmuel. Shenisyare Shmuel Shema Animevakesh Bedin. 
because Shmuel thought maybe I'm, I'm looking for judgment. So he, ran, he brought Moshe with him. Um, now, so, so interesting. So, so he asked for the description. And, and, and now, uh, if you remember back at the beginning, uh, Rashi points this out. Um, in the very beginning of the Sefer, um, after Chana brought Shmuel to the Mishkan in, in uh, Shiloh, right? And, you know, Shmuel spent his, uh, his years as a child uh, being be under the tutelage of Elia Cohen, right? Not a bad guy to be uh, under. Uh, uh, anyway, so what, what does it say? It says his mother made him a jacket. His mother made him a jacket. I, I think that the, similar to the Kohanim or similar to Levine Shmuel was a Navi. So, and, and that was a jacket that he held. It's very special because his mother made with him. So it says that Shaul, when Shaul saw that, that he was wearing a jacket, he knew that was Shmuel Hanavi because that was his, uh, that was his ID card. So Shmuel was not happy. He says, why did you disturb me to, to, to uh, bring me up? Right, it says... Uh, Right, the mission in Pirkei says that you know one moment in Olam Abba is better than you know than a- anything in this world. So, so Shmuel was like, you know, what, what are you bothering me? You know, I'm I'm enjoying the next world. So, you know, what what are you doing? Shal said, I am in great distress. Right, sorry, I'm, uh, I have tzaras. Uplishtim uh, and the plishtim are at war against me. Velokim sar me'alai, Hashem has turned away from me. Velo ananiyo, that's what we said before, that he couldn't get an answer from the urim v'tumim. Gam biyad ha'nevi'im, and the nevi'im were silent. Vegam v'chalomos. There was a tremendous sense, Shaul had a tremendous sense of desolation. Shaul had a tremendous sense that, 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 that he was abandoned by everyone. Uh, Shmuel abandoned him certainly already in his lifetime. Um, the Nevi'im abandoned him. Uh, Hashem was not answering him. Uh, the Kohanim were not able to help him with the Urim Batumim. It was a tremendous uh, and and you know as we discussed, we discussed uh, with uh, you know Doi Kadomi and and Nov and all these places. Probably maybe could be the Novi is telling us well deserved, well earned. Um, and, and you know at the end of his life that he had this sense of abandonment because he abandoned. A, a lot of things, and he did not live up to the potential that he has. Remember, we spoke about that show was Mishich Movamala. He was head and shoulders above, above everybody else. And when you're head and shoulders above everybody else, then, um, you know, then, then you know, you're, you're, there's an, there's an expectation. And, you know, um, I, I don't know what he did, but if Aaron Judge uh, did not hit any home runs in, in the, in the playoffs, I think people would be scratching their head after hitting uh, 62 in the season. You know, uh, that, you know, when when the great players who have these great seasons go cold in the postseason, you know, you question that. And I, I and I, I think that's a microcosm of life that when when you see people with with great potential and they don't live up to it, it's a, it's really a great disappointment. And 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 that's that's also another episode of the season that we came out of. We're not expected to be somebody else, and I think sometimes sometimes we lose that idea. We're expected to be who we are, and we're expected to live up to our potential. And that's why that's why the Rambam, the famous um, ex, the famous expression um, in the Rambam in Hilchos Chuba, ain't a dove or It's up, it's up, it's up to it's up to me. 
Um, and, and, and if, if it's up to me, so, that, so then, so then that's it, you know, then, then I got, I, I, I have a responsibility and I, I think, you know, in life that that's an important lesson. And what happened to Shaul was because, because on so many levels, he didn't, he didn't live up to the, to the, to the, to the responsibility of who he was and what he was. So it says that that you know in the end he had this great sense of abandonment. I, I think that's really the shot in in what what's going on here. Um, so he says to Shmuel, I, "I had no I I no other options to find out what I'm supposed to do. It was all it was all it, it, you know it all it all became it all became about me. So so that so that that's what it's Vayomer Shmuel." So Shmuel said, why do you ask me? If Hashem has turned away from you and has sided with your adversary, like, like, I, 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 like, you sh- like why did you need to talk to me? No, you should have gotten the message, um, you know, from, <laughs> from the fact uh, that, that, you, that you were abandoned. Um, fine. Now, so, Vayas Hashem lo kashed diber biadi, vayikra Hashem asamam lacham yadecha, vayinol reyecha with David. So now, 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 now the punch in the gut. Um, um, it says, "Because you did not obey the word of Hashem, and you did not carry out His wrath." Um, so, one more pasuk: "Kashed lo shamata b'kol Hashem v'luchas tacharon apal ba'amalek akena davar azeh asal l'chol Hashem hayom azeh." Because you, you know, failed in your leadership role, then, then, um, you know, and you didn't destroy Amalek. Hashem is, is taking the kingdom and has given it to to David. And and you know, obviously that was a a deep punch in the gut. Uh, they didn't want to hear. Uvechayav lo hiskilo Interesting. Rashi points out. That Shmuel never told him that David was going to be. I mean, I have a good reason. He always said, he always said that that he, it's going to go to the person who's better than you know, someone that's better than you. Right? Because oh, so Rashi points out that Shmuel was afraid that Shaul would kill him because he went and anointed David uh, to to be to be the king. So, so you you really have. Um, you really have the, the closure here of a tragic figure, really. really. Uh, um, I, I think that there's a Gemara in Chagiga that says um, that 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 Hashem Baruch Hu cries over the people who could study and don't study. Meaning, meaning, Hashem Baruch Hu cries over the people who who have who who have the skills and have the potential, and, and, but yet, you know, where are they? They, they 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 don't live up to their potential. Now now you might argue and you might say that that it's an impossible task because we can we never can do everything that we can do. That's correct. Um, but but the Mishnah tells us lo alecha hamla hamla right? It's not up to each of us to finish the story, uh, to do it all. However, you're not you're not. But you can't say, well, there's so much to be done. Therefore, I'm not going to do anything. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> you have you have to 
You have you have to zone in on 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 your skills and your ability, and you have to make it work. And and you know, uh, I don't want to sound uh, morbid, but you know, you know, at, you know, when when uh, after 120 years, when you leave this world, you know, yeah, you know, that that that's that's why we have all these. Um, you know, we, we wear a kittle at the seder. It's supposed to remind us of Yom Misa, things like that. Why do we do that? Because it, it, it's a it's a way to to question ourselves and ask ourselves. You know, when the, when they put that garment on us, ultimately, hopefully, for not for a very very long time. You know, what are people going to say about us? And and when and when someone is as great as Shaul, the 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 bar is much higher than the average person. Uh, and I guess, I guess on a certain level, we don't want to be on, uh, we don't want the bar to be as high as show for, for ourselves because that's a that's a, a daunting task. But but the bar is set, and, and Shaul failed on so many levels, and 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 Shmuel told them, you know, that's it, <laughs> you're done. Ba'itena Hashem Gamas Yisrael imcha biyad plishtim. Hashem will deliver Israel into the hands of of, of the plishtim. Right, tomorrow, uh, you and your sons are going to be uh, with me. He says, Bekever, come on, you'll be in the, uh, you'll be um, um, with me in, in the grave. Or Abbasenu, Zechron, Lavracha, Amro, Imi, Bemechitzasi. Oh, so that's an interesting comment. So the Mesudat David says that that Shmuel said it's not just you're going to die, but you're going to come to where I am, meaning that you're going to have an elevated status in Olam Abba. So after every so quite the question is after everything I just told you, what do you mean imi b'mechitzasi? But you would but Shmuel just told told Shmuel that he was a failure. Oh, so look at look, look, look listen to what the Radak says. A fascinating idea. He says, "Shetiyu meisim kamoshani meis v'darshumo imi b'mechitzasi b'scha shetered l'milchama amanas l'mus v'lo tivrach yuchupar l'cha avon nov ira kohanim v'tiyeh imi b'mechitzas asadikim." Right? Because what 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 could Shaul have done after speaking to Shmuel Adavi? The Radak says, "Could have ran away. He could have said." If I go to war, I, I'm sealing my, my, my fate. And, and but what does he do? He goes into the war. He goes, he goes forward anyway, and he carries out his mission. Dies in the war, yes. And so Radak says, because he went and he died in the war, so even though he knew what was going to happen, so he was they, they, that was a kapara for killing out the city of No Kohanim. The Chain Darshu, and he quotes other Madrashim that express a, a similar idea. So, uh, and I, I think this goes back to the idea that, that, that I mentioned in the beginning of, of Alti Gubim Shiha that Rivlin talks about, that, that, that we see that people make mistakes and people fail, but that doesn't mean that they're bad. Right, and, and I, I think I, I think that's also a um, a lesson, um, and that you know you know I, I I've been uh, I told you my my, my wife that wants it says I have to have a different drosha. Uh, I've been banging at the idea that we have to uh, you know improve and we have to you know, come to shul more often, and uh, you know I've been banging that idea. And like almost every drosha that came, I I spoke about how 
how um, there was this idea that I, I quoted a medrash that, that there is a medrash that says that the Eitz Hadas was only was only a gezera for Friday. But but if they were to live through Shabbos without eating from the Eitz Hadas, they would have been allowed to eat from the Eitz Hadas. So so there was a sefer Sare Alafim. So he explains what's pshat in that in that medrash. Pshat was because if he would have eaten the Eitz Hadas, then he wouldn't have understood the concept of Shabbos. What's the concept of Shabbos? The concept of Shabbos is that if you go through a whole week and you, didn't, you weren't as good as you should be, Shabbos just comes in. And Shabbos is mala the neshama, mala the goof. Shabbos is a day that we elevate elevate ourselves. Had they eaten from the, when they ate from the eight sadas, they didn't understand that idea. But if they would have gone through a Shabbos, they would have realized that sometimes in life we don't, you know, we don't hit the heights that we're supposed to and things go the wrong way. But 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 we're not allowed to think that we're stuck in that in, in that idea, and, and you know, and we have to we have to elevate ourselves uh, beyond that. Maybe that's also shot in this in the Navi here that Shalomelech, you know, was as was was as good as as we think he was, failed in many areas and was not right to be the and, and his line was not right to be the king. That that had to go on to Dovin and Mel. Uh, to me, that had to go on to Dovin and Mel for other reasons. But um, but and so the Radak points out that that he did not shy away from his responsibility. He went to war anyway. It wasn't like he could have avoided the war. I mean, the police were coming, but he could have ran away, and and he did not do that. Uh, now now um, now go, going on. Anyway, so um Pasuk Pasuk Khaf, Bayimaher Shaul, Bayipol Maloko Maso Artsa. So Shaul quickly fell his full height to the ground, meaning uh meaning he was not happy to hear the, the, these great words. Maher Lish Takabos Kenega Shoma Kolomar, Hakol Shayashomer Kiloa Rao, Kamosha Sidimano Leforish. It says that he he fell down from the words of Shaul. He didn't see him. But he only fell. He only fell down from the words. Now, 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 now he says, he says, now, now, el Shaul. Sorry, skipped. Needless to say, the words uh, were, were tremendously frightening. Gam koach lo hayabo. He had no strength. Loach alechem kol hayom v'chol aladim. He didn't have any. Uh, Strength. The Radak says, For out of the fear that Shmuel had 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 invested in his heart, Radak says that that they not only. Not only was he unable to get up, but he didn't want to be. He didn't want people to come and bring and raise him up because of the of the of the great uh, fear and the great uh, sadness that that Shoal felt uh, uh, at at, the, at this moment. Um, you know, it's a very it's a very it's a, it's a sad end. It's a sad end to to a great man, uh, and I, I I think that's I think that's the point that the Novi wants us to take away with that. There's a lot of sadness here. We're not. You know, we don't, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, later on in Novi, we have a Rishoyim that died, you know, Izebel's pushed out the window. Uh, you know, and we're not so upset about that, you know. Um, 
but here, but here we are because because what could have been, uh, right? We will we will um, not for many many months, but we eventually will talk about Yeravim ben Nevat, um, and and Yeravim ben Nevat was another one of those figures that could have been the greatest, and and, and because of his arrogance, uh, he blew it. But this wasn't arrogance. This was a lot of other things. But uh, anyway, very sad end. Right, right, you saw he was shaking. He said, you know, I, I he said, I, I, I listened to your voice. And I put my life in my hand. I listened to your words. Um, right, so Radak said, what does it mean? I, I put my soul in my hands. I'm a, I was afraid of you. That you won't kill me. Because you had a, um, uh, because you had um, you know you had rid the land of the of the old and the yidon. The and the Somebody's uh, phone, I think, is going off. Um, anyway, so he says that um, the Yesh before Hashem Kiosa Amaisa Hubasakan, or some say that that she said that the um, the seance that she tried to create, if I may use that word, um, that itself was dangerous to her, and she, you know, and she did it because she to, to fulfill um, his words. Um, so that's what she said. Uh, right uh, now this uh, witch was a balabusta right she said that she said that please listen and let me let me feed you like let me give you bread and 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 that you know you should eat something um so you should have you should have strength to go um, on your way. Um, right, the Masudat David says that you know you should have the strength to to go on his way. Uh, absolutely refused. He, he, he said he said I will not eat. Um, and it says and. His servants and also urged him strongly, and they said, "Come on, you know, you have to eat something." And uh, and eventually, uh, and, and he listened to their voice, and then and then he got up and he and he and he uh, sat on the bed on the bed, meaning so everyone in the room was interested that Shaul should get his strength back. That at least in the last moments of his life. He should have he should have some some kind of strength and 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 that's and that's and that's what happened and he does eat and Vilaisha Mar Babais um and the woman had a fattened calf in the house uh and says she hurried and slaughtered it. Raises an interesting halachic question. Can a woman do shrita? Interesting question. Uh the the the, the, the in the beginning of Yoridea talks about that. There's a there's a, a rush. Um, that talks about a quote to Sefer uh, called Sefer Eretz, a halachas of Eretz Yisrael. 
the problem with the with the, the Russia's quote in that sefer is nobody knows what the sefer is, but it talks about the whole idea of women doing shkita. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch uh, uh, greatly discourages such practices. But it's interesting, it says she went and shechted. Now it doesn't mean, of course, you can you can explain the psukim and say that it doesn't mean that she necessarily did it herself. She went and got and had people shech the meat for her, um, and vatikach kamech vatalash, and she took flour and kneaded it, and and vatofeo matzos, and she baked it into matzos. Lebal yisakev arachimut. Masudat David says she didn't want it, to, didn't wait for it to rise. Uh, I don't think this was an indication that this was Pesach. I think it was an indication that she wanted to do something uh, quickly for him. Right. The Radak kind of says that. He says, that, that she baked it quickly. Because she saw his condition and it his state of fear, so she ran very, very quickly, um, and she, um, and she, and, and she didn't want, you know, she didn't want to wait for the, the, for the bread to rise. So, so she gave him matzah. Uh, and Radak goes into this whole long explanation of exactly what was going on here. Um, it's not, I'm not going to get into that so much. Okay. Anyway, so that, that, that's, that's the simple shot and what, what went on here. Uh, that, that that she wanted to make sure that he had food in a pretty uh, quick way. She said before Shaul and his servants, and they ate. And they 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 got up and they um, and and they went they went on their way. Here Shaul showed this great heroism. He knew what from Shmuel that he would die in battle. But nevertheless, he, he advanced to the front to the fight um, on on behalf of the, of the people. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes, if you you know, it's not a bad thing to go out the right way, right? And Shoal, Shoal understood that he was finished. Let's uh, let, let's let's be honest. Shoal understood he was finished. But but to his last moment, and this again, and this again, this is why he. This is why. This is why he's such a complicated figure, because he so deeply knew the right thing, what the right thing was. And, and so even here, um, you know, after he ate and after he calmed down and from the whole inc- incident with Shmuel, he, he gathered the strength and he was and he was ready to go out to uh, uh, to war to fight for, for the people. And and that's and that's his end. Not a bad way to end, uh, you know, end end as a hero. Um, and we'll, you know, and we'll talk about exactly, you know, what what happened and how, and how and how it uh, went down, and you know, but again, again, it's it's the end of a of a of a challenging person, uh, a sad ending to really a great person, and 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 I and I want I want that point to be made. Great person he was a great person. He 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 just just you know, to some of his decisions threw off his life, but and 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 that's what the Novi is telling us. But he went out a hero. He went out as as a great man and as a great person, uh, and uh, and then we're going to see uh, you know what happens afterwards with David and and how David builds up the nation to the point where Shlomo is able to build the base Hamikdash. Um, I am looking at the clock and I see I'm pretty much out of time for tonight. Uh, first of all, I am overwhelmed by the amount of people that are here tonight. Uh, thank you very much for coming on.
Um, I, I think that um, my schedule overall, I mean, there might be a Sunday here and there that we'll miss. And obviously I'll let you know, but I think we're good for a while now. Um, there might be something somewhere in November that I might, that, uh, I don't know, I'll let you know. Right now, right now we're good. Um, again, um, anyone who missed, if you want to tell them to go on the podcast, uh, I will try to put it up on the podcast right away. And um, and uh, Mr. Shem will continue. Eight o'clock Sunday night is our time. Uh, we, we should be we, we should stay at this time for quite a while now until till later on when when the, when the clock starts to go back with to go forward again. Okay, thank you again immensely for coming on. Um, I, I I I absolutely missed you every Sunday night. I thought of every, uh, of this year, and I'm happy to see everybody back. Okay, uh, have a great week. Stay healthy, and Mr. Shem, we we will continue. Thank Have 